Hello and welcome to All Points to Natural Health Podcast. This is Emily and today we are going to talk about a very important topic that is near and dear to my heart. We're going to talk about diet and lifestyle change. This was something that had changed my life in dealing with ulcerative colitis and just the whole healing process of that. And it's still something today that I stick with and I do and I don't compromise for. Um, A lot of people, whenever they go into the new year, they are talking about diet, they're talking about bettering their self and how can they get healthier and lose weight. And I feel like, you know, it, it is nowadays all about losing weight and not so much being the healthiest person that you can be and not worrying about the, what the number says on the scale. Um, the type of lifestyle change that I do, I don't really, I don't even have a scale. I don't weigh myself. I don't worry about that aspect of it. I worry more so about what I'm putting into my body and how it's going to help my body heal and stay healthy um, the best possible way. So let's get into diets. Um, Whenever people tell me that they're on a diet, I instantly think, oh, it's a temporary thing. And I think a lot of times when people start a diet, they kind of had that mindset that, okay, I'm going to do this diet for a short period of time, and then it's going to help me to lose weight. And then I'll kind of go back to my old lifestyle and I'll be good. But that's not really how it's supposed to work. Um, whenever you're thinking about diet and you're thinking about wanting to lose weight or whether it be just getting healthier, whichever it is for you, um, you really want to think about a a lifestyle change. It's not so much about diet and which diet's going to work for me because all of these diets out there, there's not going to be one diet that works for everybody. Everybody's body is so different and everybody's body breaks down things so differently so what might work for one person will not work for another person and so that's why you just have to figure out what works for you and what works for your body and what makes you feel the best so that you can be the healthiest you possible so i consider lifestyle as a permanent change to better your health and it's not always easy and i understand that i've been doing this lifestyle change for I mean, since 2014, however many years that is, I'm not good in math, but um, whenever I first started, I just remember being so clueless because everybody was throwing things at me like, oh, you got to go gluten-free, you got to go dairy-free, you you can't eat soy, you can't eat canola oil, you have to do grass-fed meat, no packaged foods, refined sugar has to be an absolute no And all of those things were 100% correct. I am on board with gluten-free, I'm on board with organic, on board with grass-fed, no refined sugars, no soy, no canola, non-GMO, all that good stuff that you hear about nowadays that's so popular, which I'm so glad it is now. Uh, But whenever you first hear about it, it's like, oh my goodness, this person is telling me, know this, know that, know this, well, what can I have, you know? It gets very overwhelming, it gets very discouraging at first, so... I'm here to tell you that it's okay to take it one step at a time. Anytime people ask me, hey, what do you think I should be doing? Like, do you think I should be eating this, 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 and this? I always say that if you're just beginning to get into a new lifestyle change and you really want to make that change, start slow and take your time with it because the last thing that you want is to get overwhelmed and be frustrated in the process of doing this because you need it to be enjoyable because this is going to be for the rest of your life. And 
you know, that doesn't mean that you're never going to eat anything bad again. Uh, I always say you want to make sure you're doing 80-20. So you always want to make sure 80% of the time you're eating the healthiest possible foods. 20% of the time you give yourself that leeway to kind of, I guess, treat yourself is what you call it. Um, but that's going to look different for everybody. Me personally, I don't do 80-20. I do more of 95-5 <laughs> just because of my past with ulcerative colitis. I just want to make sure that I'm staying on track with everything and not going back to where I was. I like just staying where I'm at and being comfortable with that and, and it works for me. But you might do well with 80-20 and if, if that's you, that's great. I think that's a good thing. It's all about balance and it's all about you feeling good and knowing that you're healthy. So that's that's the most important thing I want to make clear right now is have balance with everything and don't go super crazy. And yes, there are going to be people that tell you that you are crazy <laughs> for eating the way that you eat. And they're going to tell you you're crazy for, you know, not going with, with the flow and eating pizza when everybody's eating pizza. But just know that when you're in those situations, in social, in social situations, it's only going to help you to stand strong and know what's good for your body and what's good for you. Because honestly, when you start eating healthy and you start making that change to do organic, no gluten, dairy-free, if you but if you can tolerate dairy, that's fine. You always want to make sure it's a good, high-quality dairy. Obviously, no antibiotics, no steroids. Um, but if you make that change, just know that once you do that, you're not going to want the foods that you once had. Like, I remember when I started eating healthy, I was eating healthy for about a couple years, and then I hadn't had french fries in such a long time. And I just had this one time where I was like, oh, I just want some french fries. And so I got some french fries. And the next day, I felt horrible. <laughs> My body was not used to eating french fries anymore. And it's crazy that something so small could make you feel so bad. But you're going to realize as you make this lifestyle change, you're going to want the foods that you're now eating. You're going to crave them and you're not going to want to even go back to the things that you had in the past, which is so crazy to think about. You think, how am I not going to miss french fries or how am I not going to miss a nice juicy hamburger full of mayo and mustard and ketchup and all this stuff. But you can still make those things healthy. I just want to let you know, like I still eat hamburgers. They are just with healthier ingredients. Like you can find an organic ketchup that doesn't have high fructose corn syrup in it. You can find mayo that doesn't have canola oil in it. You can find all kinds of good things to put on a burger and make it good for you. And uh, there are gluten-free breads out there that you can use. Not all of them are good. Obviously, you always want to check the ingredients. But there is a way to make eating healthy fun. I, I, I remember when I first started eating healthy, I was wanting to make my own gluten-free bread. And the recipe called for almond butter. Well, I had never heard of almond butter before. All I knew was peanut butter. And so I remember going to the grocery store and I was looking everywhere for this dog on almond butter. I went to the butter section, I went to the cheese section. So I was in the cold section looking for almond butter. And I was like, what the heck is almond butter? And I ended up buying Smart Balance butter, <laughs> which if you know Smart, I mean, it's not the healthiest option out there. It might sound smart and healthy, but it's not. Um, so I bought Smart Balance thinking, oh, well, this has to be healthy. I went home, I made the gluten-free bread with Smart Balance. Guess what? The bread was delicious, but it wasn't 
with almond butter. <laughs> so I eventually figured out what almond butter was, which it's a nut butter. And so it's like a peanut butter, if you don't know. And it's just a better alternative to peanut butter. Um, so yeah, just know that when you first begin, it's okay to not know everything because I did not know everything. I still don't know everything. And, you know, as you go along, you'll, you'll just begin to, to grow and learn. And, you know, that's, that's why I'm here. Uh, I'm hoping to help you and everybody learn as much as they can. And obviously I'm not, you know, I'm not the smartest person in the world and I don't know everything about diet. I'm not a dietitian. Um, but you know, I've learned a lot along the way and I just, I want to share that with people because it can really help you and encourage you to make that lifestyle change if you've been wanting to, but don't know how. Um, so a couple of things that I keep in mind whenever I go to the grocery store is I'm always, always 100% looking for gluten-free no matter what. And that's a big topic right now. I know people are like, well, it doesn't make me feel bad or I don't feel like I have any health issues. Why should I go gluten-free? I'm going to do a whole podcast on gluten and why it's so different nowadays and what's so different about it. It's actually one of the most highly sprayed uh, grains out there. And it's just our bodies cannot cannot break down the gluten anymore like they used to. Because in the old days... They would soak the grain and it would take off a whole layer of phytic acid. And so whenever people would eat it, it would be way more digestible. Whereas nowadays, it's just so highly processed because it's how fast can we get this out? How quickly can people buy it so that we can make our money? And it's sad that it's like that, but I mean, we have a lot of people in America to feed. <laughs> so they have to mass produce things nowadays. So gluten is one thing that I for sure stay away from. I always eat organic. And just uh, for a little side note, organic is always non-GMO as well. So if you're buying something and it says just non-GMO, that does not mean that it is organic. But if you buy something organic, that does mean that it is certified non-GMO. So just keep that in mind. That's something that I actually just learned recently. And another thing I stay away from is refined sugars. I stay away from processed or packaged foods. I definitely stay away from any type of sodas. Um, I only eat grass-fed organic meat. And then if you eat eggs, you always want to make sure they're free-range organic eggs. And um, I personally don't do dairy just because I've never done well with it. But if you do dairy and you do well with it, just make sure that you're buying organic, no antibiotics and no steroids. And the reason being is because when you buy conventional and it's not organic, they are loaded with steroids, loaded with antibiotics. Whatever the cow's eating, you're eating. So think of it that way. Whatever you're putting into your body, where did it come from and is it coming from the best source possible? So just think about that whenever you're shopping at the grocery store. Um, and you know, like I said, don't always, don't beat yourself up if you backtrack because the last thing that you need to do is beat yourself up and then go back to what you were eating because you feel like you just can't do it. No, don't beat yourself up. Get back up and keep going forward and just know that tomorrow's a new day and it is okay. There have been plenty of times where I, I would beat myself up for eating something bad or something I'm not used to and I would just feel guilty, but you you can't do that. Don't do that. It's not healthy <laughs> and it's just going to make the process way more stressful and we don't want it to be stressful. We want it to be fun. 
And, um, you know, when you're learning new ingredients, it is very easy to get discouraged. I remember one time I was cooking and I was trying to make a cauliflower Alfredo sauce with no cheese. And I just got so frustrated. I had to throw the whole recipe away. I started crying because I just wanted to eat healthy and I wanted it to taste good. And it was frustrating. But just know that it just takes time and it, it just takes a lot of patience and it takes learning. So don't get discouraged if you try to make a, a good recipe and it doesn't come out exactly like the picture does because it's okay. You'll learn as you go and you'll figure things out and it'll begin to all make sense and everything will start tasting good for you. So there are plenty of healthy recipes out there that you can make that are absolutely amazing that can still taste like the old things that you used to eat. It's just to figure out what works for you. Um, and one thing that I'm very cautious of is sugar replacements. So the only types of sugar that I would eat would be honey, high quality stevia, or monk fruit extract. Those are the cleanest ones out there. They're the safest ones out there. Obviously there are other, you know, somewhat natural sugars. They have like agave, they have date sugar, um, a lot of cane sugars in products, but those are the sugars that I would only eat in moderation. I wouldn't do excessive amounts of that or even I wouldn't incorporate that in my everyday diet. Not that they're as bad as like, let's say Splenda, but you know, they're still not 100% the best. Um, and you definitely want to stay away from Splenda. Actually, there was a study on Splenda and how it is so, so bad for you. Um, we actually tried this little experiment. If you pour Splenda on an ant pile, it will kill the whole ant pile. <laughs> so just think, if Splenda is poured on ants and it kills ants, imagine what it's doing to your body and imagine what it's doing to your cells. So just keep that in mind whenever you're going to a place and getting coffee and putting Splenda in your coffee. If they have honey, you would definitely want to opt for honey. Um, so just keep that in mind because a lot of people think that Splenda is healthy. And I used to think it was healthy. I had no idea. Um, but you learn as you go. It's just one of those things. Um, and there's way more to this whole diet and lifestyle topic. And I'm hoping to do more podcasts um, later on. I just don't want to talk for an hour and bore you to death. <laughs> um, so obviously, you know, I, I can't say everything in one thing. But there's definitely so much that goes into the lifestyle change. And just know that if you're wanting to make that lifestyle change in 2020, you can do it. And if you need help, if you have any questions, I'm here to help you. I don't know everything. Like I said, I'm not a dietitian. I'm not a naturopathic doctor. But I have learned little tips and tricks along the way. So if you need help, just go into the grocery store or you have any questions, just ask me. And another one more important thing that I do want to point out is when you're doing the lifestyle change, a lot of people, they think counting calories is a good thing. And they think that, oh, let me see how much sugar's in this or let me see how much fat's in this. Or they look at the, the numbers on the label, which can be beneficial to look at sometimes. But the main thing that you want to focus on is the ingredients label. So at the bottom of the ingredients label, 
they'll have like contains whatever ingredients you always want to make sure you can understand what those ingredients are you know what those ingredients are because a lot of times just because it says that it's healthy or just because it says it's gluten-free does not mean that it's healthy please make a note of that and keep that in your mind <laughs> just because it says gluten-free does not mean that it's healthy you always 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 want to check the ingredients if there's 50 ingredients you probably want to stay away from it if you don't understand even half of those ingredients you definitely want to stay away from it <laughs> for sure so i always say eat the cleanest diet possible obviously you want to focus on vegetables healthy meats healthy carbs yes carbs are good for you your body needs carbs obviously the amount of carbs that you're going to eat is going to be different from somebody else you just got to figure out what works for you um, you definitely need carbs especially if you are trying to lose weight you need carbs a lot of people are scared of carbs but our body is designed to work on carbs so don't be afraid of carbs um, it's just about how much you eat and what kind you eat so obviously a whole food diet is the best fruits vegetables meats all that good stuff and then whenever you start buying things that are have or that do have ingredients read the ingredient list and make sure that you know exactly what's in it you definitely want to stay away from canola and soy oil or any type of soy at all um, all of it is highly, highly processed and GMO. Our bodies just can't process it. It causes inflammation and it's just not good for the body. And that'll be a whole separate podcast that I'll do later on about, you know, what oils are good for you and what's best to cook with and what's best, you know, to put in your foods. So I just wanted to touch base on diet and lifestyle before we got into January because I know that's important to a lot of people in the new year. If you have any questions, please feel free to reach out to me, message me, comment on this. If you have any questions as well, I'd love to help you. And just remember, don't get discouraged. You can do it and you will feel great once you do it and you will not look back, I promise. And I, if you've listened this long, thank you so much. I do appreciate it. And this is All Points to Natural Health Podcast with Emily, and I hope you have a blessed day.